Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Uh, Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time on the show, well, I don't know how better welcome you can have than two brothers bantering back and forth about the what ifs of a song. Um, But in any event, it's not about me today. It's about Guy today. (laughs) I feel like all the podcasts recently have been about me. People are going to think that I'm, I have like psychological concerns at this point in time. I'm, I'm going to shine the, the sun on Guy. Yeah. Um, so Guy's been going through some uh, pretty amazing experiences. I was actually driving home uh, this morning and I was going to actually message you because you always message me like, well, what do you want to talk about the podcast? So I was like, oh, I have an idea today and I was going to message you and I didn't. But I was actually thinking of that line that I think it was Ethan that said to you at our last weekend where he was saying how he like was jealous of you because of how far your uh, soul's journey, like when someone starts like in the depths, depths, depths of it, like, you know, their, their trajectory up and the amount of energy that they create as they go through that process. And it's interesting, like, kind of ever since that weekend, I don't know if you've taken it on as such, or it's just been happening as such, but it really feels like you've been, um, allowing for the depth of your experience and release and healing and all that stuff to take place at, uh, a really uh, dramatically accelerated, uh, pathway. And so I know you had a, uh, quite a, experience i'll just say uh this weekend and um yeah we'll, we'll talk about it yeah, uh, yeah talk I, about it. I don't know i'm at this point where i don't know if i'm taking things on or things are taking me on like that yeah good, I, I can't it's, tell it's anymore. A good inquiry yeah and you know like we see that with our clients too right it, it's healing rarely if ever looks the way that you think it's supposed to look and it can be a bumpy ride releasing these things at times it's a slop heap (laughs) (laughs) it's basically or a slop heap it's a slop heap um 
Yeah, I say that lovingly, but uh, where do I even begin with this one? So uh, we have been talking, there's been a theme um, around disappointment. I, I, I feel like this is good in the long run for everybody because like eventually I have like a dissertation to write on this and I, and I, uh, I'm getting a little of an echo from you just, so you know, I, I, I think that, um, it's one of these, like, you know, when there's like staples, like pillars of things that you want to teach for people in personal development. And I feel like disappointment is just one of those things. Like we could, we can take it into a lot of other areas. Um, I'm still getting the echo by the way. It's just a little, really? little tough. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna, you, you keep talking. I'm going to okay. just make a quick switch. So why don't you mute yourself up or I can mute you. That's okay. I got you. Yeah, I'm good. So, um, yeah, so I've been, I've been really, uh, there's like feeling of, of rich <laughs> disappointment has been arising in my system. And, uh, a few weeks back on this podcast, I talk about this like back door that I found how, uh, disappointment uses hope um and, and like excitement to like get in there and it's and that hope and that um is kind of the recognition of the beginning of a pattern and and so just to clarify this for everybody there's nothing wrong with hope i i believe in hope i think it's a very good and admirable quality but like everything else that we teach here it's like what what's the what's the consciousness that you're in when you're experiencing it so if the reason you're experiencing hope is because you're feeling lack in your life an opportunity comes and you're very hopeful, hoping that if it works out, that's that a scarcity will relieve itself. Then, um, the hope is really the pattern. It's not, it's actually not a, um, altruistic quality hope, you know, how, you know, you're experiencing your qualities in a powerful way is you're actually in a neutral, agendaless, compassionate state. Anything that's kind of beyond that um, will will kind of agitate some part in your system and get some programs to run. So uh, I've been sharing about these different experiences. And, and one of the things that um, I've seen this pattern in my life, and Elon has too, but certainly for me, it's like um, just, just having to work hard and like circumstances that arise that it's like if there was a 3% chance that that would happen, it, that's what happens. Um, and just adds a lot more difficulty um, to things in my life. So for this last like two years, my wife and I have been really, really focused on like um, like shifting our, our paradigm around investing, uh, really looking at growing wealth and stuff like that. And this is not honestly like it, it's not common to me. Like Elon and I grew up as immigrants. We didn't grow up with like a ton of financial education. Um, ironically, him and him and I both have economic and financial degrees that are literally worth the paper that they were written on, um, <laughs> pretty pretty much. Um, and so I unmuted you, just so you know. Um, <clears throat> So we have been focused on a lot of different things and, and we've taken on like these side projects, these side ventures. And some of it was like hiring on companies to run uh, projects for us. Another one was starting another company on the side, but it needed approval. This like kind of approval process that this company is taking me through. Um, one was like another loan we were getting. One was like just buying a dishwasher for my parents-in-law that's like giving them a headache like all these like little really innocuous things but i won't get into all the details on that but like on friday like we've gone through this very long process to get this approval for this new company that we're starting on the side uh only to find out that it's been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and i get i get this message on friday afternoon saying 
Uh, sorry, we still haven't been able to get you through the approval process. In 2021, our company has had a 95% approval rate. Now, I've, I've invested, I've invested $40,000 into this, right, to get this thing approved. Um, and they're telling me that because of the nature of the business that now, uh, like I wanted to have up and running before the Christmas season, because like you can uh, capitalize during that period of time and make a lot of money that not only will it not be up in during Christmas season, that it's going to, the, the, there's no approval process really for another four months after that. So that they're like, my capital investment is just going to sit there basically for seven months, even though it was supposed to be this like 30 day process. So that's just, that's like the crux of it. Not all the details. I'm just giving the overview here. And so like that was on the back of this other company that we hired, like doing a terrible job, like D minus at best, um, you know, again, like pinning these like hopes on all these different companies that will just create other sources of income for us and just help us like kind of move, move the needle a little bit faster. Um, and so it's just been like that, like one after the other. And it's like all these innocuous things that again, should be like one phone call. Suddenly it's like five phone calls, three emails, you know, like just again, so much time and energy into just dumb things. And so like Friday, I was just at my wits end. Like I get this message and I'm like livid, you know, I'm like just angry inside and I'm not like even angry at the company. Like I know they're doing the best they can. Things are out of their hands. I'm just angry at life that like for as long as I can remember since I was a kid, these kind of events happen to me. It's like if the, the one thing that doesn't happen to anybody else, like I'll end up dealing with that shit, you know? And so I just go into this really dark spiral. And I mean, like, like wanting to burn the whole world down. Like this just, you know, clients at these places too, they're like, why am I doing this work? This shit doesn't work. I'm just going to go back to like taking substances, like working my ass off. Like this is the only time in my life where I was like happy, had control, things were working. I'm just like, fuck everything. This whole, this whole experience. And this is going to be quite, you know, if that's not vulnerable enough for some person who's teaching this stuff, um, I go upstairs and I'm, and I'm here, I'm sitting in that chair and I basically like sit to calm my nervous system down. And I am like full adrenaline spike. Like I can hear my heartbeat in my ears and it's like, and nothing is moving. Like the energy's not moving. I'm not calming down. And my wife's like, how about I go get you a pillow to, to scream in? And I'm like, okay, kind of embarrassing, but sure. Get it. She go gets the pillow. I scream. Doesn't help. So I like, it's going to sound funny, but she's in, she's in our bedroom. I walk into the bedroom and I'm just like this. I'm like, get out, like get out. <laughs> like, let's just tell her like, get out of the bedroom. I wanted the bedroom to like go to town on, like bang on the mattress, like as hard as I can, like scream into the pillow. And I go full ape shit Hulk in there. I mean, like I lose my coconuts. I have not, maybe since I was a kid, you know, when you're like a kid and you get angry and you just like, and just let it all out. Yeah. I haven't done that in, 35 years, something like that, uh, maybe ever. And I'm like, I, I hit, I, I was giving so much energy. I was panting for air. Like I'd like fall over on the floor, like pant for air again, full adrenaline spike and just kind of just let it out. And it felt like an ayahuasca purge, like the intensity wow. of it. Yeah, it was, it was like the, what happened at Luminous the last weekend. Like it was an extension of that, but like what, what, kind of transpired here was like on the level of intensity of, of some plant medicine journeys that I, I've had here. Now, my wife, who doesn't get to appear on these shows very often, but does some training in our group, is quickly ascending to become this incredible, fantastic, energetic healer, 
and also exuding some properties of, of uh, a channeler as well now, like she's getting contact and, and stuff like this or light contact. And it's, it, it, um, she, it's like, she doesn't quite know how to do it cause it scares her, you know, they come in and then, so it's like, there's like gentle rolls that she gets, but it's, it seems to be moving in that direction for her. And, and again, like if you've never met my wife, a, a different type of healer than Elon and I might be very, very powerful. So we get to do a lot of work together. We're in a very interesting relationship where we're like helping the relationship and each other heal um, versus like arguments and what you see in most relationships, like those come up uh, and how we get to deal with it as like healers for each other is really profound. And it's, and that's been escalating a lot over the last four or five months. Like, like we're able to hold uh, things for the other person that just even six months ago would have just triggered the other person. Now it's just like love, compassion, neutrality, like letting the person go through their paces. And it's amazing how we've developed this muscle, like truly at some point, I don't know if we can write a book, but it's like, it's worth it. Cause it's, I didn't imagine a relationship could ever be this way. And so I sit down she starts doing her work. I mean, if you ever see my wife do work, her, her hand starts moving like a butterfly very fast um doing these things and so she starts doing this work and my eyes are closed i'm still angry as hell but she puts her she 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 connects with the channel that she works with and she says to him she's like we're in full meltdown i need all hands on deck this is her words <laughs> she's, like, she's like she's like all hands on deck whoever's available she's like send them we need them right now and she goes and the moment she did that she put her hand around my heart and i shit you not i see a bright a uh, flash of white light. Like my eyes are closed. Like if I was, if my eyes were open and it was that bright, like I would lose all contrast of all objects in the room. And so I, it shocked me so much that I opened my eyes. I said, what the fuck was that? And, and that was, and that was it like for, 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 for me investigating what that was. Cause I, I thought at that point in time, like there must be a logical reason for why that happened. And when I opened my eyes, my wife just kind of smirks and just keeps doing her thing. And two things happened. So ironically, right after that happened, my system found like a, you know, like if, if you had a container filled with water and you were going to open the spigot, like that's what it feels like when you do energy work. It's like suddenly the energy find a, finds a way. Yeah, like, a so like, like a really, thank you. That was the word I was looking for. That's why it's spigot, release valve, whatever. Uh, so the energy kind of starts moving. My system starts calming itself down. And, you know, and, and she's just like, just, she's just telling me to, talk it out. And I'm saying terrible things like awful fucking world ending type of crisis type things. Cause I'm, I'm that annoyed at everything. Um, and again, for those of you guys who are listening to the podcast and your clients and students, I, I want to share this with you because I want you to understand, like, sometimes you just have to go there and it's not about it working or not working. Like this was a really important healing process for me. And even though I wanted to throw it, you know, the baby out with the bathwater, like, there's like a part of you in the background that just knows like I, my system has just not never been able to go to this depth with a disparity that has been like locked up in this system, which honestly feels like many lifetimes. This does not feel like it's just this lifetime. It yeah. feels like I've dealt with this because of past lifetimes. And it's like uh, giving me an opportunity this lifetime to clear some karma. And I just want to also yeah. highlight which you are as well that, you know, Mandy, holding ground and space for you and giving you permission has allowed for both of you in your own way to allow to bubble up to the surface things that you've never been able to allow because it was never safe. Like I'm sure you had 
tons of concerns. Like if I ever unleash this shit that's inside of me, like everyone and their mother in this house is going to run for cover. Yeah. Yeah. That that's absolutely true. And I think that's true for any relationship. It's like, there's a line that like, you feel like if you cross it, like they're just not going to be here for you anymore. And so we've had to build that trust over time that it's like, there's nowhere you can't, there's nowhere you can go. That's going to make me not want to hold space for you and love you. And that, and, and again, as we've built that trust in our systems, like it does give opportunities for these deeper parts because it's true in, in past relationships. Like I would never want anyone to see me doing the things I was doing or acting. Um, and, and it didn't start that way. Like, you know, sometimes I used to get angry. It would put our relationship in a real big tizzy, but it's like, as we've learned our energetic pathways here, not only has my system calmed down, but it's given opportunity for like these type of releases. And so, uh, again, it's, there's a lot I can say here, but this, this experience happens on the next day, I wake up and there's two things that were strange. At first I said, Hey Mandy, did you see that? Did you see the white light last night? And she said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, did a car drive by? She goes, no. Cause I was like, I was sure a car just drove by and like beamed lights into the room, but we're on the second floor here. There is a door, but like, there's no way like that much light could enter a room. It, and my eyes were closed and it didn't look, it didn't look like light when it hits your eyes when they're closed. It really looked like just a burst of white light. And she said in the same exact moment you said that, like I saw the burst of white light too in her consciousness. Wow. So just like a weird esoteric phenomenon, maybe a recognition of the beings being there or the support that was here. And it was like, and I'm saying at that exact moment after that happened was when this release valve moment came in and some relaxation started coming uh, back into the system. For those of you guys who have done any sort of plant medicine work, you tell me, like, when you wake up the next morning, there's this feeling of being like um, like your recycling bin was emptied, like energetically speaking, like you just have this lightness to you. And uh, like energetically, it's like just, it's like almost nothing's in the system. You're hollow. And that's exactly how I felt and continue to feel now four days later. Very, very clean in the system. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of how it happened in the morning. I woke up and there was still like my mind kind of swirling and getting like angry about stuff. I ended up writing these like really great emails and yada, 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 like to, to, to people about clarifying about things that were happening in business. Even my wife was like, this is not the way you normally write. You know, like there was an immediate, like more alignment in the system. I had so much charge. I couldn't go to bed till three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like there's so much energy running through the system. It just wouldn't go to bed. So I slept in a bit now. So here's a few funny things again, maybe correlated, maybe not almost all the things since then have resolved more or less. Right. Uh, since I, that, that's not exactly accurate, but like really big things, even with that company, like suddenly they said there would never be an approved, like basically no approvals. It got approved yesterday. I don't know just out of nowhere. It got approved. And then Sunday I had a really strange, two very strange experiences. One I haven't told you about, and you'll really appreciate this. So before I moved to San Diego, um, it was November, 2012. I, I had met this girl out here and I had asked her if I can, uh, come out and live with them for a little bit to like really check out the area and see if I wanted to live here. And at that time she was living with these two guys and one of them was named uh, Rick and one is na named Matt. And it was like a weekend and I had a conversation with those two guys around a dinner table and they were East coast guys. So I was really grueling them about San Diego. I'm like, is it really as good as it seems? I'm like, is this last like this and that? And, and it was in the middle of that conversation with what they were sharing that I knew internally, I, I th thought to myself, I am going to move here. Like th they were responsible for that. 
Uh, about a year later, that guy, Matt, got a uh, job with a startup company and actually moved back out to Washington, D.C., which I thought was insane. Uh, but he did. And I didn't really keep in touch with him or see him again. And that was like, you know, seven years ago now. So Sunday morning, we wake up um, and we wanted to go to a coffee shop with Jaden and take him to this pumpkin patch thing where they have these like bouncy land castles and, and whatnot. Jaden is my son, for those of you guys who are new, not my uh not like my brother or like a dog or anything, you know? So it makes sense if we're going to go to Bouncy Castle. Even our little pooch loves yeah. Bouncy Castle. Loves the pumpkin patch. Um, so, but for whatever reason, just like the way he was being kind of like delayed everything a little bit, the way some things we were doing delayed it. We didn't go on time. And so I come to the coffee shop and I walk in and across all the way across, I see Matt sitting there, this guy, Matt. And so I got this excitement in my body was like overwhelming. I, I don't know why. And I don't usually feel like this. Like a puppy I, that sees his owner. It was strange. It was a strange feeling in my body. It's like, I don't like, usually I'd be like very casual about it. I was like, like lit up like a, like, like, like a, I, I saw like a long lost lover or something like that. I, I can't explain it. And I told, I, I like turned to Mandy and kind of like stammer my words out. I'm like, man, man, I got, I got to go. I'll explain it in a minute. And, and I just like walk over and have this like really sweet, like reconnection with this guy, right? That honestly, had I not met, wouldn't live in San Diego, would not meet my wife, wouldn't have my kid. Like he's wow. almost directly responsible for that. Wow. And so I'm like, I had this really amazing little powwow with him and then bring over Mandy and he meets Jaden and we're going to go spend some time together. Now it turns out he moved back to San Diego a year ago after like, you know, living in upstate New York and San Francisco and then just recently came back down. So I'm like really excited. Matt's back in town. Get so that's not that's not really weird because like stuff like that happens. But like again, appreciating the timing of things. Cool. Yeah, like he could have been anywhere in the world right now. Just so happens we delayed our time, and like there's Matt. It just felt like we were like put there to see each other. So about 30 minutes later go go by, and there's this uh, area here in San Diego that um, grows strawberries during one part of the year, like huge strawberry fields, and they have all these like kid friendly things to do. And we always go during the week. Cause I refuse to go to these places on the weekends. Like during the week, it's like seven cars on the weekend. It's like 700 cars. That's why. But we had promised him it rained last Friday. We didn't end up going. So we're like, all right, let's go today. We, it was Sunday. So we, so after this coffee shop, we go, it's like 20 minute drive head over there. And when we get in, I realized I needed to go uh, to the bathroom. So I go, I go have fun in the porta potties. And I tell her, I'm like, you guys go to bounce land. I'll, I'll meet you over there. And so when I walked out of the bathroom, I just walked, walked right into bounce land, like thinking I'll find them. And it's a reasonably big area, but I don't see them. So I'm like, you know, pick up my phone. I'm like calling her. I'm like, Hey man. I'm like, Oh, uh, where are you guys? No, oh, we're not there yet. Okay. I'm like, I'm here when I barely finished the sentence to tell her that we're here. And another guy walks up to me in a straw hat and sunglasses. And he goes, guy. And that's when my brain starts doing the Rolodex thing because I, and I can't quite see his face either. For those of you guys who are under 30 years old, a Rolodex is a place where you used to keep phone numbers. Um, and that's how we used to remember hundreds of phone numbers. Um, so my Rolodex thing starts going and I go, Casper? And he goes, yeah. You remember Casper from Landmark? Landmark. Yeah. Tall guy, uh, bald. Beard scientist. Yes. I remember, like, weirdly enough, remembered everything about him. And Casper is standing in front of me 
from a person who we did like landmark with, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago uh, from New York is just standing there in front of me and recognize me out of hundreds of people. I'm wearing a hat, mind you, he's wearing a hat and I, and you know, 15 years have gone by. And Why just, would I be wearing this hat, man? Yeah, right. Just just happened to be there at the same exact time. Turns out he moved to San Diego five years ago, which I actually knew, um, but like never reached out to each other. You know, just we were never like close friends or anything. And he, he met his dog to the Bouncy Castle place too. No, he ironically met a woman in China who's from Cameroon. Okay, uh, married her. They both live in San Diego, and they've had three children with each other. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's from Denmark. She's from Cameroon. So it's like literally like amazing you know, opposite sides of the world. And, and again, it was this like unbelievably sweet connection just so happened to be within 30 minutes of this other, like, Holy fuck moment to this other Holy fuck moment. Wow. And we just sat there like hanging out, watching our kids play, you know, for like two hours. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was, it was like these like little, and again, a, a mental, not mental coincidence, not coincidence. It was, it was the energy of it. It was almost, it was almost like, it's good. Things are good. You know, like, check it out. Like, look how things are lining up. And then this week has been weirdly fluid um, with all these things. Even yesterday, I'm like, of course, they suddenly messaged me like, you got approved. I'm like, wow. Okay. That was strange. After wow. just telling me it's not going to happen for another four months. Um, different things. Another project I've been working on that was just, again, total stalemate for three months. Nothing happening with it. A lot of money invested just all the sales start coming through like two days ago, you know, just all, all that stuff, you know, all these cinches, things so are, what so are you learning hard. about yourself guy? Uh, in order for me to have breakthroughs, I need to turn into a rage monster first. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's key. Number one. Cause so far that's happened now two times this year, three times this year. And after every one of them, it's been, uh, profound awakening experiences. At least this one didn't blow me out quite as hard as the one in June that, that really took me a while to, to find semblance from this was similar, but like, again, you know, for worse or better, however you're hearing this, like I I've, I've needed that. Like I've needed those experiences so badly, um, to like let that level of honesty in terms of, um, expression come out. Yeah, it's, it's aggressive in my system, but that's because there's so much like pent up anger uh, from from like 35 years of just feeling this way that's been in there. And so to like be in a space where it's suddenly starting to free itself and and feeling like it, it can it can be seen and held and I, I can see how it's healing me um, and, and just adding so much more alignment and peace in my life, ironically, you think it's like. You know, it's not, it's not who I am. It's just something that's been in my system. Um, so it was a really unique experience. And again, it was more about the energy of everything than like the logistics of what I'm telling you guys it was fascinating, fascinating experience. Like the, the white light thing. I'm like, it's like breathtaking to me. You know, I've, I've done so many psychedelic experiences and it was like something like that, like something spontaneous just happened in our consciousness. Yeah. Um, you know, as you're sharing, I was kind of asking a joking, but also serious questions like, you know, what did you learn? And as you're sharing it, I just, you know, the, the way that you typically operate in these stressful situations is you go into strategy mode and you go into like figuring shit out, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, 
who do I need to talk to? What do I need to do? They, they did this, they did that. And you just like always kind of like start tinkering, right? Like I got to move this and I got to move that. I got to change this and I got to change that. And I think what was beautiful is you got to this place where you're like, I'm not going to tinker. Right. And when, when that, I think now that I'm actually saying this, it's like the tinkerer actually stops you from dealing with the rage that's underneath. Because as long as you're tinkering and you're out there, like moving shit around, it's like, we're doing something, we're doing something. We're going to fix this. We're going to fix this. And you were like, I'm not going to tinker. That's what's up. This is what's so. And then all, and then what you got hit with was like the fury and the rage and all that stuff that, you know, I don't think you usually let yourself kind of touch. And then I'm just listening. Like you release this process, you allow all this stuff to just leave your system. And then all of these things just start lining up. It was almost like the block that was there stopping all of this from working anyway, had nothing to do with you being out there tinkering. It was like, this is what was needed to be seen. This is what was needed to be released. The release valve happened. It goes and everything just goes. It's kind of like what we talk about where instead of looking at things linearly and going, okay, I'm here. I want to get here. We're always looking at, okay, how do we make that quantum leap into this whole other paradigm where in this paradigm, all of that stuff has already worked itself out. Like I don't need to figure out how to work itself out. It's just about kind of like the reality transurfing stuff. It's just like, boom, now I'm going to be here. Yeah. I imagine what's always in the way of a different timeline for all of us is our patterns, right? Like how can you experience a different timeline when your when your patterns are just in reenactment and re, and reenacting it energetically reenacting it in your experience? So it's like nothing really changes until that moves through, not even out. It needs to like literally move through. But like you know when when it's when it's like yeah, there's like just certain things that you don't want to touch. Like you don't want to touch certain. There's a level of heartbreak we don't want to touch. There's a level of disappointment that we don't want to really feel. And then and we justify it by saying, well, I'm an optimist. You know, I'm hopeful. Like these kind of things. And we don't, we don't necessarily see these aspects of ourselves as, like you said, just addictions. Like, you know, tinkering for me is like my, my version of, uh, um, you know, exit plan to 30,000 feet. It's like this illusion of like, I'm, Oh, well, at least we're doing something. Like, let's see how that, that works. And like, intuitively, I know like that's not going to do anything, but it's like, it's like the system literally does not know what else to do other than that. Um, so it's really, it's been really interesting. Like I feel very changed from the relationship. It's hard for me to even articulate or clarify exactly what's changed at this point in time. But like just from how it feels to be living in my own body is new and different. Um, and that's, that's exciting in its own right. And uh, you know, like there's nothing wrong with tinkering. And there's again, nothing wrong with hope. It's just like, what is doing the tinkering? What is doing the hope? And if it, again, if it's, it's a survival part or, you know, any part of you that's, disassociated basically um yeah like what what starts happening around when energy moves is just the most fascinating thing in the world i mean i'd lost my voice for three days you know typical um just from screaming so hard and and stuff like that but you know i i it's funny like you would think it would feel weird to share this i'm like actually proud to share this and i hope it inspires other people to like um uh go there because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel shameful. It actually feels so in alignment. Um, and like how many of us are not letting ourselves really go there. And again, I, I want to really tell you guys like just screaming into a pillow or getting emotional about stuff. That's, that's not what does this stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's the way it's, 
yeah, it's the way that it's held, the container and the energy that it's held in. It's having another person there that actually also knows how to contain and hold and be present with this kind of energy. Cause like, we, like I can't heal without my wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say it flat out. Like I, Elon can't heal without me or another participant that knows how to hold this energy. Like that needs to be witnessed from a certain level and quality of mind and consciousness that like just people being like, let me just get angry. <laughs> like that wouldn't have done shit. That would have put me into more shame spirals. It would have made me feel guilty that I was expressing myself that way. Um, and the fact that that's not there tells me the quality of um, consciousness that was holding that experience. Yeah. So, so beautiful. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I, you were talking and I'm like, you know, the tinkering for you, was almost like the numbing agent. It's like the, you know, where people go to get a drink, people go to smoke, people to, right. It's to not feel it's, it's sure. I'm just going to be here. And it's almost like the thing that has numbed you from actually having the, the full on experience. And it's the layers and layers and layers and layers that you've uncovered and released on the way to accessing these pieces. It's like, you know, we, we chip away at, stone here and there. And it's like a little piece, a little piece, a little piece. And then every once in a while, like the stone just opens and this whole layer of just vapor and trapped gas and all this stuff that's just been bubbling under the surface, just like streams out. And again, only because you've done so much work that you can even allow for that much charge. You know, we were talking to our clients just yesterday and after our immersion session, it was like bringing up all the stuff. And even for them, it was, it was a lot. We've just, we've done this so long we know in the back of our minds is whatever the experience is, it's like, it's all a benevolent force that is guiding a healing process for us. And if we just get the fuck out of the way and allow it to do its thing, I mean, these are the results on the other side. Yeah. I mean, I was just to be honest here, like I was authentically committed to that. This doesn't work like that. The work doesn't work, that the world is unfair. Uh, you know, like I wasn't just uh, haphazardly going there and, and that's the thing, like it's easy to get lost in that sometimes and start generating stories and, and living from that paradigm. And that's what would I think would happen if it wasn't held consciously, like if it wasn't held with another person. Natalie just wrote like she did that once in a hospital and they sedated her. Of course. Right. Yeah. Like, like, you know, that's, that's the normal human reaction. This is not OK. Right. That's, that's the feedback. That's right. You know, conform, conform to being some specific way. And in a hospital setting, that's what you're going to get but from that level of mind that's looking at this as a, as a non, like a part that's not resolving again, like, you know, medical science doesn't have the answers for everything. It's, it's a ever evolving science and any science that has come to a conclusion is no longer science. That's just how it is, right? Like science, science by, by its definition is, is evolving. And so if you have a status quo in any sort of science, you can, you can be, relatively sure that you're no longer dealing with science. Now you're dealing with a part of consciousness that's stuck in a paradigm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, like it's not what we're used to. Most of us, um, my experience with it now has been pretty tremendous. Um, can only speak for myself and, you know, I, I, I hope more people find the courage to go there, but again, I really want to create that caveat. Uh, I'm not proposing to go into a rage room yeah. and just scream your nuts off. Um, that may help, uh, however, like, you know, how it's contained and what it's held with is, is as crucially important as going, as being able to go through that experience. Yeah. I, I listen, 
letting stuff out, you know, screaming into a pillow, all that's it's, it's helpful, right? It's just not moves energy. Exactly. And it's not, it's not the full all the way in healing. It's just the, I'm going to release whatever this is. So I'm not going to demote that. Like, I think that's, if if that's what you're going to go, you want to punch a pillow, you want to scream into a pillow, like it's going to help you calm down and move the energy through what guys pointing to is that in order to get this full healing, like release that release valve, where actually like now the energy is moving out. Um, that's not happening just by you screaming in a pillow that happens with, with tools and guidance and support and all that other stuff. Yeah. Without presence, that definitely wouldn't have happened. And, and like you said, you know, uh, my part, we call it tinkerer, but it's really like a, it's a part that wants to organize things when they feel chaotic. Like, uh, like if I get upset with my wife or something, you know, like you'll suddenly see me just start cleaning up the house. I can't help myself. I'll just, I'm just grabbing things and like moving them a few feet here and stacking them. And she always knows if the house gets clean in 15 minutes, she's like, Oh, like, <laughs> like <laughs> something's going on, you know, like suddenly everything, everything is shiny and in its place. Like, Oh fuck, he's going to, he's going to lose it. Um, but it, so it's the same with business, right? Like it's like that tinkering. Like I just start ordering and organizing things and, it's like, it's almost like you know, the mind is trying to find a way to like organize itself. Um, I even find it hilarious. Like I'll, I'll start noticing myself doing it. And I'm like, I literally can't help myself. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, they're just fucking, <laughs> they're just doing shit. I'm like, okay, I guess this needs to happen right now. Yeah. Like this, well, thank this- you for sharing that story with everybody. And I really, for those listening either live or uh, catching this on the podcast itself, um, this is the depth of the work, you know, and I think I pointed beautifully. It's like, we've been doing this for 20 years, right? Stuff's still going to happen. Stuff's never going to not happen. Stuff's always going to be popping up. Life's always going to be coming at you. And it really is all there to help guide you. If you use it as such to deeper levels of intuition, love, fulfillment, healing, peace, safety, all of it. Um, and you can't do that through the mind, right? Like that's what I think I highlighted beautifully here. It's like, he knows he has the rage. He knows he's managed how to control his anger, how to control his feelings. He could have easily reframed everything that was happening for like, oh, this is such a blessing. I know this is going to, but it's like, yeah, cool. And at the moment you're still in it, you know? And so I just love that you highlighted kind of what you went through and what it sometimes takes to get to the other side. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And guys, if you're, uh, we always forget to tell you guys this, but if you're enjoying these podcasts, um, uh, please go over to iTunes and give us a five-star review, leave an honest review over there or on whatever platform, if it allows for reviews, I think only iTunes does. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, leave us a review. Let us know if you're enjoying the show, uh, what kind of value it's uh, adding to your life. And we'd really appreciate that. Of course, if you are intrigued about the type of work that we do, um, you can always reach out to us probably somewhere on this page, depending on where you're listening to it, or, um, just go ahead and go to satoriprime.com forward slash contact to reach out to our team. That'll put you into our messenger. And then you can either have a conversation, uh, in there or book a 15 minute discovery call with them to kind of go over what it is that we do here and uh, how it might support your growth and healing. Okay. All right, friends, we love you very much. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye everybody. 
Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.